are live. I feel like Jared right now. I'll take a back seat. Right? Yeah. We'll let you take. Whoa, Jesus. We are a little late, but that's okay. Um, You guys are used to that for us. Um, There is no no time when it comes to us. The military is always hurry up and wait. Um, So today we've got with us, uh, you don't mind Pat, right? Uh, Yeah, that's fine. Okay. No big deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pat Berry, and uh, I uh, discovered him um, through a friend of ours that is William Young that has the Saturday Night Synopsis that John's been on, and uh, this is a friend of his that uh, they started another podcast, Three Guys Around a Fire Pit Podcast. See, Pat, that's how you do it. Nice and easy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> when it's not yours, it's cool, huh? Yeah. Um, Pat is also a Air Force veteran, and uh, he and I have been talking back and forth for the last uh, week or two uh, about mindfulness, which I'm all on board with uh, from my experience with uh, mental health, and uh, meditation that, eh, okay, okay, I I am open to hear things, because meditation and me, well, if we sit down for a while, my mind is already going to somewhere else. Um, but uh, I've oh, heard you life. with uh, Saturday Night Synopsis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Sorry, I left. Oh, there's no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and we have uh, your boy Bill on already, Pat. So he's right. saying hi. Um, but on, uh, I will... Uh, Go ahead. You sent us this outline to take over the show. All so, right, um, all right, all right. I knew I was like going to catch you. So, but like I said, I Pat, Pat is the, the most show. prepared person on our podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you can see it, but, I mean, holy smokes, dude. <laughs> Everybody get a notebook. All right, so here's the thing, Mike. We yeah, like prepared people yeah, because right. so none of us are. On our, <laughs> on our podcast, um, uh, those guys love to just derail me, right? So, like, I have to come in just, like, super over-prepared because, like, if not, we're just – we're out in the weeds. We're gone. And it's um, it's a thing that uh, – and so I, I, I started putting together these these um, these outlines, and, and then Bill wanted to see them, and then now he's expecting them. And so uh, I just – it got easy, you know? It got easier. So you're right. Um, I was on uh, Bill's show, the Saturday Night Synopsis, and uh, we did a lot of the same stuff. Uh, we talked – I talked about it with him. Um, one of the things that he um, wanted me to talk about um, – now, his show is geared more towards correctional officers. Yep. Um, so one of the things he wanted to talk uh, me to talk about then was um, – my experience when I, I took a tour of where he works, oh, of, the, of the facility. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's that's kind of how I felt. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Voluntarily, I was like, yeah, sure, I'll come see where you work, buddy. Um, uh, turns out, um, it's kind of a horrible place. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, jail sucks. Yeah, so, I started my career as a corrections officer. Sure, so, yeah. right. I yeah, yeah, my yeah. man down there. Yeah. It's crazy. So, um, so uh, I went and I talked. And so uh, – and then he and I and, uh, and Brad, the other guy on our, on our podcast, um, we would actually – the reason – there's a reason we call it three guys around a fire pit um, because this, that's what we did. 
this is what we do. You know, that's, um, we would sit around, we would talk, talk that stuff, you know, talk about just the weird, you know, the stuff that people get to talk about, don't get to talk about, would rather not talk about, or, you know, only talk about after a few beers or strawberry it is right, Bill. Um, anyway, um, so here's the thing. I'm a mechanic, right? I've been in the air force. I was a mechanic on fighter jets. I'm a mechanic here. Now I work on cars. Um, uh, my job since I've been pretty much 18 years old has been to, uh, you know, diagnose problematic symptoms, identify root causes, and then find the solution, right? Whether that be that, you know, sorry, bro, gonna need a new transmission, you know, or, you know, you know, Hey man, I can just fix this wire and you know, we'll get you on your way. That's kind of my life now. Right. So it's either you're stealing Christmas from somebody or you're, you know, uh, you know, or you're, you know, their best buddy today because you figured Pat, it out. I don't, so. I don't know if you can see the. No, I can't. Better. And so you're, you're number one. It's probably better. You're number one in oh, okay. Bill's we're, life right now. Is that big fat? Okay. In between the lines. Oh, I can see him now. All right. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. That's kind of got you split down the middle though. Right. So I have a friend now who's hurting, right? The guy, you, you guys have all talked uh, to Bill, uh, or at least you have John, yeah. um, you know, he's very, very passionate about yeah. what he talks about, right? Mm -hmm. He talks about the stress, the constant, the, the, the PTS, um, I, you guys uh, say, yeah, it's kind of, kind of, sure. And that's, yep. cool. um, and, um, and so I noticed a problematic symptom and I did, and I cannot turn my brain off. So when I, you know, would think about that kind of stuff. I would think about how does one go about fixing the problem? Because the real fix is to just overhaul the entire correction system or, you know, police, everything is, is got to go because it kind of sounds like it's a nightmare right now. Not saying that anybody's doing a bad job with it. It's just this current situation sucks, but that sounds super political and I am not super political at all. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, well, I can't do that. So what can we do? And I would, and I wanted to kind of like share with you guys something that I have kind of figured out over my lifetime. And that's, um, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's mindfulness meditation, right? And okay. Okay. Here come the groans. Oh God. Hey, like I said, you got me with the mindfulness, you know, those yeah. are proven techniques. Sure. It's sure. just the, the meditation. I don't know if it's for me yet. No, we'll but get there, buddy. My, my goal is to get you to at least try again. Now, uh, first and foremost, um, I am not a psychologist. I am not a psychiatrist, and I am not a licensed therapist at all. I am just a guy who has a buddy who uh, we've talked about this shit before, and it seemed to help him out a little bit. Um, so, uh, we've talked about it and it seems to, it's, it's helped me in my life. Um, like you guys said, I am a veteran. There's, you know, the, the changing of the, you know, getting out and then civilian world and, uh, you know, just the, the transitions and just moving around and, it, and hell just living in 2020 at all right yeah. now, right. Or 2021 now, but you know, Hey, we made it through, but yeah. Has it been that much better yet? Don't know. You know, so the news is still the same. It's just a different year on the end right now. I like it sounds like right. it right now. So to refer to it as just plus one. <laughs> twenty twenty was the was like the new millennia, and now we're just at <laughs> plus one. Right. So that was like yeah, that was like level zero for then, and then right. we're just right starting over. 
<laughs> so we can start over with a little bit, and I'm, I'm going to be asking you guys, um, I know, John, you are a police officer and a fireman, and, um, and Dustin, you, uh, you work with kids in, a, in a therapy sessions and, and stuff like that, right? So you guys have, the, you guys have like work stresses. In fact, you know, John, being a police officer, you have stresses like no others. You know, the best thing, the best day you have is when nothing happens. Right. I mean, it just seems like like, hey, today was a great day. Nothing happened. Right. But that never happens. Right. And the worst that you've ever seen. I don't want to do it. You know, I don't want to be there. You know, I just had a conversation with my guys on their uh, on, on our show um, just a couple of weeks ago about um, they used to pick up bodies um, for a living. Yep. And they were talking about like um, they were talking about holding a, a a severed head in their hands, and I'm just like sitting there like, hmm, how am I gonna tie this one to to Buddhism? You know, like, but here we go. You know, so you so you've held so you've held yes, yeah. right? That's right, Dustin. Also severed head, right? And that's how we kind of got on the thing because I like to. I like to hear about people's dreams and stuff, but that's a, we may get it back into that, but that's a whole nother other situation, right? So hey, you're, you're normally taking your own self into the grass. Right? On this so one. your normal <laughs> day consists of scenarios that others poss couldn't possibly handle on their best day, right? Um, I, you know, even in a therapy situation, you have a consistent, like you don't get to meet, you're a caseworker, right? You, you don't get to meet the good ones. The good ones don't come to you, do they, Dustin? You know, like no, those that are in good situations usually don't make it into foster. That's care, what so. I'm saying, right? So you don't see good, right? Um, I was gonna ask John a question about um, um, about there's this this sort of I don't know this myth about cops only being able to be friends with cops. Um, is that a is that a true statement, man? Is that do you feel that like a real thing, or is that like a is that kind of, I, I don't know, like, because I mean, obviously you know, you're doing this with these two guys, so you have to be a little bit close with them and everything, but. Right. It, um, it, you have to really put yourself out there in order to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Now, outside of those two guys, uh, and really, Jared, I, I don't think I've even met you in person yet because I wasn't home when you came over. So uh, really, right. it's it's only been Dustin and. Oh, we had the. Um, you know, and even that's it's a struggle. Recording here, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. And it was yeah. so <laughs> memorable. Um, apparently, yeah. So, right. <laughs> that's me. Okay, Everybody that's why Jared, right, right, right. <laughs> producer, he says behind right. the scenes. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but you know, even as far as my friends, uh, their friendships um, outside of the work. Uh, you know, they do have friends that they can call on and and do stuff with, but even them that, you know, they kind of, after spending maybe an evening with them or a couple evenings, if they go camping or something, they're like, my God, that was tough. You know, like it, it's really a struggle to relate with somebody that you want to mm -hmm. share stuff with, but you can't, you don't want to hear about the guy that had been dead for a week and a half and his brother finds him and he's, you know, his, his head's about ready to snap off his, his neck because of the weight of, of being like a date Day, dude. Oh man, I don't know if you know about that. Oh, that's you. You're right up Brad's alley, right there. Yep. He loves talking about that stuff, man. right? Oh, it's so like good. It, yeah. it's like it was the first time in twelve years I had to like put 
uh, not, uh, Vicks on my nose. Like, man, it, even like, it was the middle of January, and I'm like, what in the hell is that? Sm oh my god! <laughs> you know, in the family, God bless them, they don't have a clue what it is, and it's like, yeah, I'm gonna this mask. <sighs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You ain't got COVID no more. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. It's okay. But yeah, you know, it's um, it's hard to to talk about stuff when when people don't want to hear that. You don't want to take that it's around their statement. kids. It really you know? is. Yeah. And I've seen right, that right, 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 from the veteran side and doing what I do with our with my yeah. nonprofit with Warriors Hope, and you know, just seeing you know veterans and police officers like John can tell me stuff uh, from his and. You know, to me, it doesn't freak me out because, you know, okay, yeah, yeah, I can kind of relate to most of it. And there is that kind of crossover between veterans and first responders. So I see a lot of that friendship for those that even aren't even in a first responder position where they kind of gravitate to that structure of or a friendship that's in that type of structure, too. Jared, you feel lonely yet, bud? Yeah, All right. I mean, that's he just he's just kind of sitting there. He's like, like nodding so his head, like, yeah, yeah, uh huh. That yeah. sounds like that sounds like a nightmare. That sounds like it sucks. But even let's think about it though. Like, but let's think about you know your day, right? You you still have to work, you know. And while your worst day is still, you know, is still pales in comparison to say, you know, Bill's or John's worst day, right? Or you know, you still a bad fucking day for you. Part Sorry, sorry guys. Sorry out there, all of you, all, uh, all, all dozen of you. No. So, just Man, kidding, now guys. I'm gonna have to put it on there. Oh. I'm put explicit on. Uh, anyway, this sorry guys. First right. time we're gonna edit. And it's the same thing, right? right? It's the same thing for me. Like when I can't fix a car, it's kind of hard for me to you know compare that to to say you know somebody else's bad day where they got beat up or they got you know jumped or somebody got shot or had to shoot somebody or something. But hey, man, that's still a bad freaking day for me. You know what I mean? Like, I also didn't get paid for this job that I just did for nine hours, you know? So it's like, um, you know, like still sucks, but it's, you know, so, so this, while I, while I'm aiming this towards the first responders and the, you know, and the veterans and, you know, people who've seen some shit, you know, it's, 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 it's relevant to anybody. It really is because we've all got stressors, right? I mean, just, so even when it's fine, it's not really fine right we'll call it death by a thousand paper cuts right it's just even just that when nothing happens the possibility of something happening right uh is there right or we call it then then you find those shifting baselines where you know you're fine one day and you're good the next day and you're good the next day and you're good the next day and then boom you know like bill used to say he's like then i'm yelling at my kid or i'm, I'm getting pissed off at my wife because she asked me to take the damn trash out you know and it's like well that's not me how that where did this person come from you know and the idea is let's take those paper cuts and let's kind of apply some band-aids to those before they start getting deeper and deeper and deeper and that's where i'm going to be talking about the mindfulness and the meditation parts and uh and like i said we'll get there guys we'll get there so problem two right we've got uh for the veterans right we've Bill's got one. uh push okay all right he uh, also this, wants to say his comments looks like looks yeah. a little familiar to me like i've seen yeah. something like that before no but anyway <laughs> 
but yeah, I'm sorry. I guess I'm supposed to push the book. Nothing that never happened for Bill Young, <laughs> William Young. Well, I do have to it's awesome. Everything. say, though, um, the first book that I ordered after my master's is now complete mm -hmm. is okay. his first one, The uh, um, Home Becomes a Housing Unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, And I think John yeah. has that one. But so there you go, Bill. I keep it handy. <laughs> we got two plugs for you, Bill. Hey, you oh, yeah. oh, look at that. He's got, he's got a picture up for you. All right. So we've got the um, I get an autograph or something. <laughs> I think that's made more appearances than I have on this show. So maybe we should well, get an autograph longer. <laughs> So we're also talking about post-traumatic stress injury, right? We're also talking about constant stress injury. We're talking about hypervigilance. I just said that over a long period of time, that hypervigilance, the fact that nothing can happen, but you have to be prepared for anything to happen all the time. And it's, it's just, God, it's just, it just wears on you. Because like I said, even when nothing happens, like it could be just the stupidest, like this person's got a tail light out, but we've all seen those nightmares, right? We've all yep. seen those nightmare videos, the, the, the dash cams, right? Where the guy just takes off or, and the cop gets run over or the, you know, or, or even worse, you know, it's just every time you walk up to a car or a situation, it's how much crap is going through your mind, right? So let's get, let's try to find something that we can have once again. We'll tie it back. I promise. I'm getting there, guys. I'm getting there. Uh, I noticed hey, that a lot point of point for yeah. point. I'm watching it. It's going. He's going right down. So. Working on it. Working on it. I know. I don't. I. I was like trying to stay on clock, but then that clock got just got blown the hell out. I didn't even know when we started. So now I'm just trying to go as fast as possible and get. To yeah, the don't worry about clocks. Yeah, that's fine. Jared's that's why Jared. Everybody right, who wants to watch there. will watch. Yeah, I, I think it was seven thirty. Fair enough. All right, we're good. We're good. All right. So problem three, right? So let's talk about being on shift, right? Let's talk about coming off shift. And when you're off shift, don't you feel like you're on shift still, or you're still mm -hmm. out on patrol or for the corrections officers, they're, they can't be here when they're still stuck there. Um, with, uh, with Bill, I talked a lot about um, the, the complaint is that it's never quiet for them when they're at work, right? Because yep. They're inside the walls, and there's always something going on. The TV's always on. There's always somebody wanting something. There's some come to me, come, you know, I, you know, and then or somebody's bantering over here or something. You just don't get that moment of quiet, right? You don't get that. But the problem no, is when you do. Oh, go uh, ahead, go ahead. Let me Sorry, go ahead. Project. Um, I'm pretty sure it was on your podcast mm -hmm. with Bill, and it was interesting to me where Bill went. You had Bill go through his steps uh, that he does to get ready for work oh yeah and um, oh, yeah, the i found that he went through the entire ritual of it and then you asked him something that i had never thought of before is okay so what is your ritual for coming home and for him it was if i remember correctly it was rolling down the window or something in his car mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i actually went back and listened to that again because i got thinking in my own self you know what would i do to prepare for going on a, on a patrol or in Iraq or get ready for training or even now get ready for work. I have a set thing, but when I come home, even though I'm hearing everything and maybe it's setting something off or maybe it's being a trigger for something for myself, for me coming home is just, okay, I'm home and you drop right. everything. And I really, now I'm starting to get in that routine of, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And I've seen a little bit of change in that when you have that routine so he had, to come back. 
had uh, another guy on um, his show, the Saturday Night Synopsis. There you go, Bill. Um, about, uh, I think he was from the Roll Call Room podcast. And um, Fantastic. Was, the, guy's, podcast. the guy's name was Nick, right? Yep. And Nick talked about that, that tough guy persona that they all had to put on. And that's where, when I listened to that, is kind of where I kind of got that idea. You have your rituals, right? You get ready. So you're, you put that uniform on that certain specific way, you know, and you drive the same way to work or you, you know, um, and Bill had this whole like 16 step, like crazy, like he has to take a shower at the exact same time. He does this, he does that. He works his way all the way to when he gets to work, boom, he's on shift. The last and thing he does before to that okay. is he had mentioned when he goes out and I found this in my own life too. And I don't know if John can attest to this as well. If something interrupts that mindset, you forget your keys inside or somebody has you come back inside when you're already in that mindset to go out the door. And I can really relate to that because once I'm outside, I'm like zoned in. Okay. This is next. And I'm very goal oriented. Okay. This is next. This is next. And when something throws a wrench into that where I have to do something else, you know, I end up being late or later than I want to. Um, and, you know, the military's already installed in me to be there early. But for me, that's already late. And I've noticed since really listening to that part of the, when you guys were talking about that, exactly what Bill just said, it screws everything up. Your entire day is now set into a negative tone and that sets your entire day and especially for first responders now they have to go on with the rest of their day where it's already in their mind been well and up. you can so if so if somebody's not a first responder or and they're a veteran and they're listening to this uh to this show let's put it in terms of you go through basic training mm -hmm. you go through uh, you know, you go through your your primary training, you go through your secondary training. Um, I we did tech school in the Air Force. Um, I had, you know, cold training, then hot training, and then I had my first base where there was on the job training, and everything was training me and getting me ready to do the job, to be in the military, to do that job. Mm -hmm. And then when it came time to separate from the Air Force, they were like, "All right, peace out." Yeah. See ya. And that's something that you we know? discussed in our first podcast or second podcast here where the episode was uh you know i remember to this day still the feelings and everything sitting in after i got done and they handed me my dd214 and said bye mm -hmm. and i was like now what i had no right. focus no goal it felt like the team was gone and you know for veterans especially when you're used to having each other's back you know, even with, even though you have family, there, there's a, to me, there's a difference. And I know we're getting off your, your, no, no, it's here, fine, actually. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to, I'm going to take that detour with you. Cause I'm going to tell you that story about when I separated the air force. Holy crap, yeah. man. Yeah. Go ahead. It's buddy. like you have your family who is always there for you. And now this other part that is always there for you, the military. And once that drops out, you you don't have that feeling of complete and it's hard to get your family to understand that it's tough man it is it is tough so let me tell you about leaving korea leaving the air force from korea so i was stationed at kunsan air force base john you said you were stationed at osan right Visited well where does frequently. the the, the, Frida, the the freedom bird flies only to osan right 
Yep. Uh, freedom chicken. Okay. Well, that was a little bit different terms. Uh, you know, the six years later after I was there when I was there, but anyway, um, so the freedom bird only flies. So when you leave Kunsan, if you're going to another base, you, you take a bus from Kunsan. It's like a, I don't know, two hour bus ride North really close to the DMZ where Osan is. Right. And then the plane picks you up and then you take off and you fly over the Pacific for 14 hours. And for me, that was going to be that last beautiful flight it was it you know i was walking away with the two middle fingers up saying yeah yeah you know i survived i'm out peace you know um but the freedom bird had a different um different idea in mind that plane broke and then the plane broke again and then the crew didn't have proper crew rest and then the plane it's broke again here. so four days later mechanic that worked on well i worked on fighter jets man i worked on the mazda miatas of the air right. force that's not the literally heavy. what the f was it was it was like i don't know what craziness like was in us that we could work on those but like you had to put your hands and arms in weird weird positions so <laughs> oh i know i'm not on my podcast but come on guys that's what she, that's what she said. Anything? Nothing. I was gonna let it you know. don't do that on this one. <laughs> I, 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 no, it's on one. It, all right, okay. There's somewhere. Right. Bill's already. Don't got ask it. me if we got if we got open open <laughs> brain, but okay. Um, all right. So I'm leaving the military. Right. Normally people don't leave the military from Korea, so it's already been a nightmare. A few months because people are looking at me. They're like, I'm like, hey, I'm separating. They're like we don't know how to do that here. And I was like, yeah, I get that, but it doesn't change the fact that I'm leaving. So maybe you want to throw some paperwork together and get me the hell out there, Air Force. So I get there. Um, so after the fourth day, I had to go pay for my own hotel because billeting was completely booked up, <laughs> oh, you know, no. as it is. Billeting is the on-base hotel that's usually like 12 yeah. or 14 bucks a day. Um, I was spending, I don't know, 50 to 60 a day, you know, just to go stay outside the base, you know, up the street, carting everything I owned at this point too, in a bag, because I was waiting because the rest of my shit had been packed out. And so I'm carting this thing up and down this giant hill um, to, to just come in and find out that I'm going to be doing nothing for the next day. So that's fine. So uh, I look at the, about the third day, I look at my uh, military ID card and I was like, I'm not sure I can get back on base if I leave here tonight. Um, because when the, you separate, you separate super close to the day that like that thing expires. Right. So I'm looking at this thing and I'm like, huh, July 15th, huh? It's July 14th. And even if I can get back on the base, if I fly over the international dateline, it'll be tomorrow with it. Oh shit. Right. Cause like you can't get in the air in the, you know, you can't get in the United States without that thing. Right. So yeah. I'm. Um, so I walk to a, another bases, like military personnel flight. I walk into their office and I start talking and I'm like, oh, this is going to be fucking fun. Right. Let me explain this one to these two airmen first class. Right. So I, I walk up, drop my giant bag and they're like, how can we help you? And I'm like, okay, so here's what's going on. And I just laid it out for him. Right. And I just, I took a deep breath and I was like, here's this happening. So if the plane doesn't take off at this specific time tomorrow i may not be able to get back in the air for you know in big in the states so i have an expiring card and they go and they did the they did the a1c look at each other they're like you know what to do and he goes i don't know what to do so they turned around they're like uh sergeant so-and-so 
and the most pregnant staff sergeant in my entire life turned around and she was like angry pregnant like she was just like oh man she had to buy pregnant bdus it was it was not well, it was korea yeah. that happens frequently you know right but it almost <laughs> looks like she was it's like it, it looked like she might have tried to get pregnant to get out of that tour that's how like far along she was like it was i don't know but anyway that doesn't happen either so it's cool um <laughs> So she turns around and like, she might as well have like had like a cigar hanging out of her mouth. Like that's how like angry she looked, right? She goes, what? And these two are like obviously stressed out for having to ask her, right? And I went, <sighs> took a big deep breath. And I just like, I vomited out every single thing. I just said to the other two because they're useless because they were. And she looks at me and and at this point the other two the two the two airmen have gone off and they've gotten the book the big like the book right they're looking through air force regs and i'm like not going to find it in there buddy it's not this 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 the air force hasn't thought of this one right and she goes she looks at them and they're just flipping pages looking at each other like what the you know and i'm like yeah I, I know and she looks back at me and i'm like please <laughs> and she goes she just leans over to the airman she's like cut him a new card for like five more days and she walked away she didn't say nothing else and they were just like okay i'm like sweet i'm out you know like but but that's the thing right i was in a different base i had no contacts with my own like chain of command at all like if she wanted to make a stink about this and if it was going to be bad like i could have been there another month man just waiting oh, for this man. plane because they just my people at my base were just like all right you're on the bus be gone you know and that's it right so should have made you file an extension uh, extended your enlistment i could see the wheel they did to you they made you because oh, like there were people there were people who got stuck in stop loss oh, yeah. I was in, and they were like they were like oh my god i couldn't imagine that crap this this guy straight did not give two shits like he was like i was supposed to be gone six months ago do you think i'm gonna do anything oh my god dude so you just sat around for a few months, right? I mean, that, like, yeah, no. Mm -hmm. no. <laughs> no, that's what this guy did. He was like, are you going to fire me? I'm not doing it. Right. And they're like, actually, we're keeping you around. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So, but that was the thing. So anyway, I know long story, which leads to once you're gone, you're gone. Right. All this training. Let's get back to where we were. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back home, guys. Bring it home. So you do all these things to get on shift, to ramp up, to put the uniform on. You put on your, you know, your body armor. You put this on. You do everything. You get ready for your stuff, right? But what do you do to come off the shift? Like, what is your decompression time? How long does it take you to decompress from a shift? Even a good shift, a particularly bad shift. Is there something, in my, you know, obviously it's rough. Guy I know, probably named Bill. Said it would, at one point. Said it takes him an entire weekend just to get ready for the next week, mm -hmm. and he's already pissed off because he's just he's just getting ready for his next shift. It takes him two and a half, three hours to calm down from one shift that was sixteen hours long, so he could get six hours of sleep to turn around and get back on shift again. It's like Jesus, you know. All you guys say, like I've done some of the coolest shit in my life on. On, you know, when I was, you know, as a, as a police officer or, uh, you know, on shift at work, you know, everybody kind of acts like that. They're like, you kind of feel like I'm the best me when I'm at work. Well, that is mm -hmm. not fair at all, is it? Because who's you? Who are you, right? Who are you? 
like when when do you get to be you when do you get to like just chill you know and i know that i've had those conversations um i was a school therapist or a school counselor for for a year uh and it's like you know it was nothing for me 500 students between the ages of four years old and second grade <clears throat> you do so kind of have a school counselor voice don't you yeah you do <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Just a little bit. <laughs> I'm Mr. Weedman. Um, just wanted to let you know that I'm here. So anyway, I'm sorry, buddy. You're good. <laughs> but it was like, you know, I we had one kid that would come in, I remember one day where she had significant trauma that I can't go into, but very significant trauma. Mm -hmm. Uh and was only in first grade. And it got so bad that uh and Bill, or sorry, I looked at uh, John and said, "Bill, man, dang it, um, it's the round head." <laughs> All right, oh, we just don't have the uh, the true goatee that he's got that stretches. Yeah, for we're not allowed about thirty yards. Have that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so John can kind of relate to this too because I think he knows the facility nearby uh that this person came from uh that's residential and she was literally this young girl was on the floor bashing her head on the floor and saying help me because of the trauma her body could not comprehend it and here i'm on the floor with this young girl so just with my hand behind her head and you know i tell this story to my wife and she goes, well, that's great. So why did you snap at your right. kids? It's like, why can hey. you do all of that yes. there? I mean, I used to work in an autism clinic nearby. You know, you could do all of that there. But when you came home, you know, we got the worst. They're getting the best. Uh, and, and that it's was. A, it's a fair question, yeah. though, isn't it? I mean, it's. This all is right, your I, wife. This is your. you're joining us for tonight's show, <laughs> Pat. Uh, we'll, we'll be <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that one. we'll cover you. Be the first time I get kicked out. Oh, yeah. here. <laughs> All right, fine. So let's do it. Let's right. get let's so, a lot of meditation out. we've done so far. <sighs> All right. So, and the reason the reason we have to talk about this, right, is because you guys, the the this, we talk about the problems because we have to start from where we are, right? This is where we are. This is our life. Where do we want to be? Right. What is the goal? What is the goal? What am I trying to get you? What 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 level am I trying to get you to? Right. I want to get you to the level of, you know, uh, maybe you can on, oh, say, Friday night after a shift or Saturday. Uh, maybe you can participate in a dinner party. Maybe you can go to that picnic or maybe you can go to a family function and not just sit in the corner. Kind of Remember, ready. we're in Michigan, so we don't know what those functions are anymore. Right. Uh, right. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Had to Just get give you it off some track. time, guys. Just give it some time. It'll be all right. So for PTSI, let's try to alleviate the symptoms a little bit, right? I'm not saying it's a cure at all. Let's keep from ending up back there when we have those triggers, right? There's always the back there. I feel like I'm back there, right? I did a little bit of research. We talked about uh, out-of-body experiences at one point, and there's actually out-of-body experiences that are associated with PTSI, PTSD, um, um, where they're called disassociative yep. uh, PTSI or PTSD. Sorry, guys. I'm, I don't know 
which one to say. It's the same thing to us. Okay, gotcha. Disassociative injury, where the disorder is that they don't snap and get back there. They snap and their world isn't real. And everything just goes into a weird dream, right? So that's another thing that can happen, right? So being, so what mindfulness teaches is trying to be in the moment. And like I said, it's, it feels like a buzzword and it feels so easy to say, but so hard to do. And I understand, and we're going to get to, we're going to get there guys, I promise. So if you're here, right, then how can you be back there? If you're here in, in the moment here now, when you're at home or when you're out on a vacation, how could you ever be back there or on shift? If you're off shift, you're here. So you're not there, which at this point, that's what we're looking for. Let's be here. Be here when you're here and not on shift. And I know that's a whole lot of word salad there. I'll try to clear it up a little bit more. Like four words only. I get it. We got you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we're going to try to shorten that decompression stage. So when I get off shift, it's not hours before I can even look at my family in the face where it's going to be maybe a few minutes, maybe a half hour. And it's not days before I can enjoy some sort of vacation that I took. It's a couple hours, mm-hmm. right? It's an hour or so. You take a shower, you do some mindfulness, you watch some Netflix, and you're good, right? That's what we're going to That's what we're gonna try to talk about here. So we're going to also try to become closer to ourselves and our feelings. <sighs> Anybody want to chime in on there? You guys and your macho man, anybody? The therapist in me has a lot to add to that, but the veteran yeah. in me saying shut up. Right. I mean, that pretty much sums it up. Um, I mean, I've admitted before, but, you know, I go to, I have a therapist that I see and she actually watches this and, she, and uh, she's like, I get more out of you during the podcast than <laughs> it's like, oh, great. Um, but sure. no, the therapist side in me, it's like, yeah, we, there's a lot of things you could say about being in there. And I even give, you know, uh, tips to clients where if you're having anxiety, if you're having trouble, you do, you know, what's five things you can see, describe Mm -hmm. them to yourself. What's four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can taste, one thing you can smell and just go through that because it's trying to bring them back to that. But when I'm affected, that just, it's gone. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like looking in a mirror, but we painted the mirror black. Hmm. You know, I I can, Hmm. I can see, I can help those that are my clients. I can help those that are in my caseload. But when it comes to, okay, now you've got to Mm -hmm. help yourself. And that's the problem with all of us is, you know, we're so used to ourselves that we don't see what everybody else is seeing. Sure. Yeah. And also you're so used to being of help to other people that you can't be the one who needs help, right? You're you're, you're the one too. you're doing the helping, right? Okay. So anyway, what I was what I was getting at is like easy there, guys. It's not as girly and it's not I'm not talking about, you know, you're gonna be using scented oils or anything like that. We're we're just talking about knowing our thoughts and knowing our triggers and knowing how we're feeling so we see them before it becomes an issue, right? That's all I'm saying. So it's just, an, it's a, uh, mindfulness will be just another tool in, the, in that toolbox for self-care, right? It'll help us with better control of ourselves on and off shift um, at work and at home. That's, that's the point. That is what I'm trying to get you 
to, right? That's that's the path. That's not the path. That's the end result, or at least uh, further down the way, right? So what the hell are we talking about, right? What are we talking about? We're talking about mindful meditation. We've been talking an awful lot about problems, right? And, and maybe where we want to be, but how do we get there, right? We get there, um, and this was actually kind of, kind of funny is I I've watched, um, after Bill started his show and, and I've been watching a lot of, uh, I've been trying to kind of keep up with, with, with your guys scene a little bit, you know, with the, um, uh, you know, the first responder stuff. And there's an awful lot of people who want to talk an awful lot about how hard it is and, and, and how you need to check yourself or you need to admit that there's a problem. Okay. So, one of the problems that I had was, is that there's an awful lot of talk about problems and there's an awful lot of talk about trying to get somebody to admit that there's a problem. But what about the guy who just said to himself, man, I might have a problem, but I'm not quite there to want to go talk to somebody yet. Or I'm not mm -hmm. quite, you know, like, I think that something may be off with me, but I'm not sure. Like, I just got to like, you know, I don't want to go see a doctor if I just got a little tickle in my throat, but something may be coming, you know what I mean? So that's kind of how I was feeling about it, right? Also, we're talking about a fairly um, uh, masculine um, or, you know, for better or for worse, a fairly masculine sort of like uh, set of people, group of people, right? This is a bunch of dudes who I'm good. Don't worry about me, bro. I'm awesome. Don't worry about me, mm -hmm. you know? And so you get that, right? So he may not want to talk to anybody right away. But we, so maybe he's searching online or maybe he's doing some stuff. And what you get, the answer is, if you don't want to go talk to somebody, then you need to do something to relieve your stress. Okay. What's that? And then the next step is always like, oh, there's hundreds of ways you can, you know, you can have a, have a hobby or, you know, or do this or do that or whatever. There's literally hundreds of ways you can relieve your stress. And I have, uh, and, and while that is true, the problem there is now we have, a toothpaste aisle problem, right? So the toothpaste, yep. has ever been standing in front of the toothpaste aisle, right? And you're like, God, this is like the most important fucking decision I've ever made in my life. But it's fucking not. It's just toothpaste, right? If you don't like it, throw it the hell away and get a new toothpaste, right? But you're standing there and because there's all these choices, you could do this, you could do this, you could have uh, fresh mint, minty mint or wintergreen or all this other crap. Just to have the little ADA seal on it. Oh my God, ah, you know, your brain will trick you into thinking that is a really, really, really important decision. And oh, yeah. when reality is, is just get the damn toothpaste. We're late already. Get the damn toothpaste. You know, just get, just pick one. Just pick one. That's all I want. Hey, get, am I, am I mm -hmm. painting a picture here? I've been in Walmart with my wife. She's been doing the same thing. We were late. Just pick a toothpaste. <laughs> you know, it happens, but it's okay. It's, it's your brain. It's what your brain does. It's like the more options mm -hmm. that you're thrown, uh, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this to help with your stress. The more your stress your brain gets because it's, in that mind because our brain likes similarities i've talked about this before that it, it likes to see what's similar and put it with something in the past and it's like okay we have a lot of decisions a lot of hobbies we can do okay now i'm stressed because what if i, I pick the wrong pick. one what if exactly. i pick the wrong one what if i yeah. waste my time what if it's too hard what if i waste my money and my time right there's no way that i'll ever know if i paid the right choice well that's not the point the point is to do something anything mm -hmm. do something and i'm asking you to do something by by doing nothing right because i'm just asking you to sit in the dark nope, and now we lost us so, no, oh you guys are gone 
Okay. All right. Oh, guys, that's, that's a joke. So, sorry, guys. So mindfulness is the buzzword, isn't it? It's everywhere. It's Hollywood. It's awesome. It's, uh, it's Dr. Strange, the movie. I did see that movie. See, those guys, they say that I don't watch fucking movies, but I do. All right. Right, so it's uh, basically he's mindfulness says you must be present. Movie reference, and now he's claiming he's watched movies. Right, right. Well, now he's I've seen, I've seen <laughs> movies. Talk about, I wanted to talk about when he was in Korea and he was threw his stuff down. And he was like, "It reminds me of Steve Martin in Plain Strains and Automobiles, where he goes off on that lady. I just want a fucking car, you know? It's like <laughs> it, it's great, you know? It's great. I, I can actually see him at the counter, you know? <laughs> well, I what I did was I. Uh, I meditated for a second and I was able to, no, I'm both, uh, uh, no, but anyway, so we want you to be present in this moment, be present, be here, meditate for, I've never seen planes, trains, and automobiles. That's why I'm moving right on though. That's it. See, yeah, I know. 50 I oh, another one. See, every what? damn, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go with, class. I don't watch movies. Fuck. <laughs> Fucking movies. There you go. I just, that's, I'm just going to, I just give up now. That's it. I don't watch movies. <laughs> so you've made him admit it right you've they heard it me, here they give me they're they me, they not even here right oh, now no. and they're getting me they're owning me so well, he's still bill's still getting you into the chat we're watching him right yeah it, it's it's nice when i can't see it thanks a lot guys i appreciate that so. <laughs> <laughs> actually it's probably best i probably just need to focus on what i'm doing so anyway so we want to meditate for hours don't we we would, that's what you got to do. You got to sit there and quiet in the dark, light some incense, do what you got to do, and develop total and complete control of your mind. That's. I've got three kids. That's not going to happen. Total bull bullshit. It is. We're all human beings. So you got five kids. So that he knows of. Children of the. He did spend time in Korea. Anyway. <laughs> I've been meditating this whole time. I don't know where it feels. Yeah, it sounds like it. He's so, been just sitting there, just in complete Zen mode over there. It's awesome. We call him our civilian translator. If something comes up that he can't translate, he's like, uh, "Guys, wait a minute. What does yeah, that acronym say?" Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My wife. Um, I've actually had to be my own translator and my family's translator because my wife is one of those super duper smart people. She's worked in like medical labs, DNA labs. She's worked on, you know, microbiology underneath the, uh, a doctor of microbiology. Like you she gets to say all jobs. Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't worry, you're in good company. All of us married yeah. up. <laughs> right. I maintain she married up, but, you know, that's cool. Bye. <laughs> no, it's all right. So, um, uh, yeah, but so she gets to say all those big words, right? And I'm the one who has to kind of clean up the mess at the end and be like, okay, so here's what she actually does, right? She takes a dropper, they do this, they're trying to genetically engineer freaking the uh, the MRSA bacteria so that it doesn't kill you when it's on you. Done. That's it. And they're like, oh, why didn't she say that? She doesn't know how. It's fine. <laughs> so it's cool. It's all right. A lot Anybody of in the corrections world that loves yeah. MRSA. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, no, she right. worked with she worked with the the guy who's trying to not eradicate MRSA, but trying to genetically engineer it. Like she's trying to change it so it's either less virulent or less like toxic to you. 
Uh, it yeah, sounds like mumbo jumbo, but they were working on it. It sounds like a nightmare, is what it sounds. You just like. hurt John's <laughs> brain. They did. They did. <laughs> did. I mean, just test after test. We're gonna try this. We're gonna try this. That's how we got. The guy was cool. As hell. That guy was cool as hell, though, man. He was one of the coolest guys I ever met. Like two doctorates, and that dude could still sit there and have a beer with you and bullshit and talk, you know. And it was it was a super cool guy. So that was her boss. So, um, all right. I've lost your spot in your outline, by the way. We're on four. That's it, right? All right. So mindfulness comes from Buddhism. Mindfulness comes from Buddhism. It's actually step seven of the eightfold path. And just like us in our Western societies, we kind of like to skip to the end. You know, let's forget all that other crap about all life being suffering and all the, and uh, the only way to end suffering is desire and desire is caused by, you know, this and that. And the only way to end, you know, the cessation of suffering is the way to path to nirvana. Nah, screw that. Let's be in the moment. Let's do mindfulness. And that's what our society says to us, right? Well, I got turned on to this stuff. Um, I was stationed in Japan for a couple of years and I met a Buddhist monk in a bar in Japan, and that's not the beginning of a joke. Was it I promise? Outside uh, gate two. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was not oh, that kind of guy. It was not that actually. He he was uh, he was an American, and he was in the Air Force with me. He was a crew chief in the other squadron, which Brad loves to bring up. He's like, "How the hell is that guy a Buddhist?" And I was like, eh, "We'll get there, but you know what I mean." But he was. He said he was a Buddhist monk. I have no reason to uh, doubt him. And then he pulled out his driver's license and showed me the picture of him as a Buddhist monk. And I was like, oh, no shit. You were there, huh? You lived that shit. And he's like, yeah, I did. It was cool. Nice. Still had a driver's license, though, huh? Weird. Right. So the second hmm. so the second guy uh, – and, and, and we got – we just had that in a bar over a beer conversation. You know, when somebody tells you they're a Buddhist monk in a bar, you can't help but – now this is, this is what we're talking about now. You know, like, okay. Right. So, uh, so we, we had that over the bar, you know, uh, over the beer talk. And the problem was, is that he was just down the hall from me and I just, I couldn't, I never got back to talking with him. I never got back to him. Right. I, but it was always, it stuck in my mind. Like, and that sounds like some cool stuff, right? That sounds like some neat shit. So fast forward. I've gotten out of military. I've done all my moving around the U S and I'm back here in Omaha and, uh, a friend of mine uh, had a group she's with, uh, a mindfulness and meditation group, um, had a Buddhist teacher come from, uh, it was either Vietnam or Laos. I was not certain, really not certain which one. I, I knew it at the time, but I just, I can't remember. It's been forever, right? So sorry if that guy is listening. I don't <laughs> fucking know but <laughs> anyway uh so this guy he was uh, he kind of talked about his story right and uh he was he was doing a talk in a catholic church which was interesting so um uh and so he um talked about how he was a successful businessman and he was doing the day-to-day -day. he was doing the whole um money is everything everything for the dollar or whatever he was at the time and um was, was earning at the time and um and then he came out of it and he just kind of got to that point where he was just, I'm burnt out. I can't do this anymore. Too much backstabbing, too much crap. I can't keep up. I'm out. And this dude sold everything he had and he dropped out of life and he moved his ass to this monastery, 
where he told us for the first month of the time he was there, he spent learning how to breathe. And this was his whole story. He did. He talked for like an hour and a half, kind of like I'm doing right now. And he's just now at the end got to the secrets of meditation, uh, which is what we were all there for, right? That's what we wanted when we went to go talk to him. That's what all the people who are listening to this podcast want right now. What is the secret to meditation? And the secret is that is just simply that it is conscious breathing. Okay. When you say conscious breathing, let's, let's go into that a little bit. Yeah. So the technique is actually, it's pretty simple. I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. Sound like I'm the end of a blonde joke. I'm breathing out. Right? But that's what we, that's it. So while you're breathing, I'm not even asking you to change your breathing. I'm just asking you to, while you're breathing. So I've been doing a lot of talking on y'all's podcast tonight, which I am uh, incredibly sorry for. Um, oh, but, no, we're good. Um, but no, we invited you on, so we didn't oh, have to. That's, fair enough. That's, fair enough. Yeah, that's why you're here. That's perfect. So I have been talking with you guys. You guys have been sitting there listening to me ever so intently. Thank you, by the way. I really thought I was going to get roasted more, but you guys are kind of soft. You guys have been taking it easy on me, so I appreciate that. But um, We figured you needed a break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, uh, if we have you on again, no, get ready. Get soft. Tomorrow night I'm going to record, and I'm just going to be blindsided. I'm like, what happened to those guys? Those guys from Michigan. Oh, my God. So um, you're breathing. You're breathing right now. You're listening to me. You've been breathing. Otherwise, you'd be dead. Your, your, your body will breathe for you, right? But we want to bring that unconscious thing forward into the conscious. I want, so you can at any point, I've seen all three of you just did it. You both, you all did like a, a real like deep breath, like, right? I just, and so when you do that, that is a conscious breath, right? You can take that deep breath. You can, at any point, you can take control of your breathing. But sooner or later, your brain's going to take back over and it's going to go right back into unconscious world. The trick is how long can you hold that consciousness? How long can you hold your mind on the act of breathing? And that is the beginning of meditation, right? So the reason you focus on the breathing is to help clear the mind. You start with just a few minutes. And I mean this guys, seriously, like it's literally you start with two minutes, you start with five minutes. Okay. And the idea here is that you sit down, maybe you darken the room, maybe you don't, you don't have to, but before you, but you take the phone, you put it over there, maybe put it on silent, probably. You right? lock the kids up in another room. Do it at yes. late, right. make her in bed, you lock the kids up in another room, you're, you're just yeah. coming off shift. I don't know if your family has that do not talk to time or whatever when you're coming off shift or whatever. Um, uh, some John people have a two year old, he doesn't get that. Uh, right. Yet. Okay. <laughs> All the reason more why we need to get this thing done quickly, right? Let's get this thing finished. So you get five minutes when you're getting home or before you turn on Netflix. Because let's be honest, like half the people listening to this, they're going to go to work. They're going to come home. They're going to they're going to turn Netflix on. They're going to just chill and, oh, yeah. and watch TV for the rest. Of the day. I like you guys said, not much else going on up there in Michigan, you know. So right now, at least, Jared. yeah. So, um, whoa, damn, dude. It's like he's we, just uh, happy bowling alleys open. Yeah. Up. Okay. I 
gotcha. Every time no, we had, he had a close, oh, he had a close on the weekend. Uh, Jared's like, well, I got nothing. And the one time we did, one time he had bowling, and then it closed. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it got it got canceled. Well, it's it's delayed. It's, it's kind of yeah, like you and hockey, yeah. Pat. Yeah, yeah. We had to take a few months off. We've been we've been doing all right with with going strong. It's yeah. been it's been we've been powering through it. So it's it's anyway. So all right. So inevitably, as we sit in our darkened room on our couch, before you know, without our devices, and like I said, with as little interruption as you possibly can get, I know what I'm asking for, guys. I get. You sit there, close your eyes, and you focus on your breathing. I guarantee you, you probably won't last 30 seconds before a thought will creep into nope. your <laughs> mind or something. Tried it. was five. Was it five seconds? Is there five a- seconds. <laughs> but the point is, is that you identify that thought. You identify what you want to do with that thought. That's fine. You're for another time, and you send it away. You release it, and you focus back on your breathing right? We always, we don't get mad at ourselves. All right. Cause everybody has the same thing happen. A thought will come into your mind. Okay. And I say, I say this because when you start to do this, this breathing, I say a thought will come into your mind, like a million thoughts come into your mind. I get that, you know, but when you're focusing on your breathing, your mind sort of does this sort of weird turn and you feel like you're actually in the room, right? You feel like you're in for once in your life, you're in the moment, mm-hmm. right? You try it tonight or whatever after we're done, uh, you know, but when you focus on that breathing, right, there's just this weird turn of the mind where you're like, I might not be thinking of anything else right now. And then the second you do that, you start thinking about other shit. Honestly, that, yeah. that's how it goes mm-hmm. the first few times you try it. That's how it goes. And I'm sure that's why you guys, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say the word failed miserably or, but you guys have made your, made your, made your, uh, your thoughts about meditation very, very clear. You know, it didn't work for you, right? It, it just wasn't for you. I, I couldn't keep my brain on the, the situation and that's okay. Well, also, right. But the idea, so a lot of things with meditation, sorry, but a lot of things with meditation, um, especially from kind of, we're in a more conservative area and a lot of people and you bring up that hey let's mm-hmm. do some meditation they're like nope mm-hmm. nope something's bad gonna happen or that's another religion that's and it, it is trying to distance that from a lot of that mindset because you know we don't have access to buddhist air chiefs around here um right. we don't sure. have <laughs> not, yeah. not not too um, not too many of those guys are farmers yeah Right. Yeah. Uh, no, I get that. I get the that. The closest thing okay. we have is probably the or the hours you spend in a forest next to a rifle waiting for or a crossbow. By. Or crossbow. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, I am unfortunately not a gun guy, but that's fine. I uh, the Air Force considered me a marksman, but I'm sure you'll have a chuckle at that one there, Justin. So it's cool. Um, oh, really? All right. Pass. That's cool. <laughs> That'll be for the next one. Yeah, most people don't. So, uh, uh, no, I, uh, um, I, prayer is a form of meditation, right? See, and actually, I was about to bring that up. I actually did have a pastor talk Mm -hmm. about that at church once, you know, about putting yourself aside and just focusing on a prayer or focusing on a Bible verse that means something for you for the day. Just focusing on that even is a form of meditation and to center yourself. Sure, but. 
to get to the point of being able to focus on that Bible verse, we have to make sure that we can actually hold something in our mind for longer than 10 seconds, right? And so we call this breath work as that's what it is. It's work. It's really hard to keep going. But the idea is to be okay with ourselves. I'm okay that my brain just can't handle it right now. Bring yourself back, back to your breathing, and see how long you can last the next time. Maybe it's not five seconds. Maybe it's 10 seconds. Maybe it's 15 seconds. And then you obviously, then you go down that rabbit hole again and you're chasing Alice into Wonderland, right? Fine. Oh, you get to a point, I'm having a thought, aren't I? Okay, that needs to go back to my breathing. And we do this succession of failures and restarts, right? And you do that 10 or 15 times in a row, you've just meditated for five minutes. I'm not asking you to clear your mind for five minutes flat, like all gone, like shut it off, clear your mind, think of nothing right now. That is impossible. But if I give you the stepping stones to get there, it's not the act of doing it, it's the trying, it's the working towards it, right? So if you can last two minutes sitting in one spot, right? That's today. Tomorrow, that two minutes goes by faster, and now it's five minutes. And then the following day, it's maybe say five minutes again, right? We're working towards it. Then you're kind of starting to notice that things are calmer around you when you get up and you bring yourself back to sort of where you're, you know, you're awake and everything. And I say awake, but you get up and you go on for the rest of your evening or day. Then you kind of feel better about yourself and you're like, well, I could do that again. So then you've given me another day, right? We'll give it another try, right? Well, then you lasted 10 minutes this time. And that 10 minutes didn't seem like that long. All right, well, maybe we'll go 12. Okay, well, we'll just keep going. Well, I'm, I'm getting better at this. I'm starting to like, be able to go for several minutes at a time between my weird thoughts that always invade or what am I going to do or what has to be done or the honeydew list and, or everything, all that stuff. But if you can get that five to 10 minutes without any of that, or at least with the attempt of getting to yourself, then that is what we're looking for. And that is the key to meditation. It's not the buzzwords. It's not the power of the mind. It's, it's just the trying, okay? Try to clear your mind for a little while. Because damn it, when else are you going to try? You know, what else are you going to do? And it's just like our training, you know, first responders training. You know, you didn't get it correct the first time. I mean, you didn't do it 100% perfect the mm -hmm. first time. Um, and you know, as you get used to it, you know, um, I know there's times, John, I've talked about some of his calls that he was on and <clears throat> he says, I just responded mm -hmm. and my training kicked in. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of see where you're going with it to work yourself up to that. Just like you would train yourself to protect yourself on the job. Now training yourself to protect your family and yourself at home. Sure. Yeah. And we're not doing, I mean, yes, it, it is for your family. But first and foremost, it's for you, man. You know, it's for you, ladies. It's for you, gentlemen. It's for anybody who's listening to this who feels like they don't get that two to five minutes just to themselves. I can't get a breath in. I can't get anything. Well, try because all I'm asking for is two minutes. Right, Bill? Sorry, he uh, he, he had us rolling on the when I tried to talk about meditation on our show. Um, I highly <laughs> recommend that episode. Um, he, <laughs> it was bad. Well, I'm, I'm glad we were able to be nice and let you go. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're fine. Right, yeah, sure. But uh, so, but, but think about it, guys. Right. So, if you've given yourself a week 
right? And you've worked yourself up past five minutes. I'm not asking to get you farther than that, really. I, I honestly, five minutes, that's awesome if you can do it, right? Five minutes. And you've done it for a week. So now you're a person who meditates for five minutes a day. You just are right? Why not keep trying, right? Then you get up to 10, get up to 20. 20 minutes is what the, like the most, like the people that like meditate all the time, like the, that are like pushing it or whatever, 20 minutes is it for them. They do. I, I meditate for 20 minutes a day. That's 20 minutes of my day that I give to myself. Um, I know he's not exactly the best example, but there was this uh, an episode or this uh, special on Netflix about mindfulness and meditation. And Russell Simmons yeah. said the words, um, I'm, a, I'm a CEO of four different companies, um, you know, uh, multi-million dollar companies, and I can find 20 minutes a day to, to meditate. You can't find 20 minutes. You can't find five, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's So once again, um, just try, right? And I'll say it again. You were just going to watch Netflix anyway. So before you turn the TV on, just like, you know, are the kids to bed? Great. This is your time. Great. Take that time. Give yourself that two to five minutes. Hmm. And it's also um, some of the stuff that I've gone through for uh, training and whatnot for mental health, Mm -hmm. the mental health field. A lot of it, especially those that have trouble falling asleep or they wake up a lot, they they say something similar to this is just lay there and and work just listen to yourself breathe so it's a lot of i'm hearing a lot of similarities between what you're saying for the mindfulness meditation to what you know medical professions and mental health professions have been saying for decades about people with sleeping issues And, and you uh you work towards and if and if you find that the breathing is working for you and you've been spending your time doing that you like I'm talking about the baby steps here, guys. I'm talking about this is just the beginning. This is getting you to the point where you don't say, I can't meditate anymore. Um, There are, like you said, there are Bible verses you can meditate on. You know, um, there's a lot of times there's uh, people will look at a candle or try to meditate on, you know, an object, a specific, you know, object, you know, from nature or something that they do as well. You can also, um, and I talked about this in our Buddhist episode, you can meditate on... um, a concept as well such as like love or even if you're ready for it if you're kind of higher than like anger you can even go towards the the negative if you want to sort of like but please don't go straight to the negative i know first responders you guys got a lot of negative up there and if it does pop up that's okay because i know that when you've held a severed head in your hand you've got some baggage but if that guy comes up recognize what it is it's just a thought and so this will give us practice, right, to recognize our thoughts. We don't now, when now we don't speak hastily, we don't just pop, we don't just clap back, we don't just hit back at somebody who, who, who nails us, right? We just, we, we've already been looking at our thoughts. We've been looking at, at them objectively because that's what we're trying to do. We're just, it's a thought. Get it out of the way. We don't get immersed in it. We don't get stuck in the heat of the moment. And so, like I said, that's uh, that's what I got for you guys. Um, if there's more questions, believe me, I'm sure there are. But if you know, if there's something you guys think I could answer tonight, by all means, jump in. But um, but like I said, just breathing in and breathing out, consciously, on purpose. That is the name of the game. 
That's the secret. That's the part that nobody freaking says it when you look online or you do anything like that or you read all the stuff about meditation. They don't ever talk about that kind of that that starting point, you know, and this is the starting point. I know so if somebody um, wants to get a hold of you and maybe they want to ask you questions about directly. So that's listening. They didn't get to be here on the and, live part. Um, how can they get um, a hold of you? You can email me at uh, our uh, my podcast uh, Gmail account. Um, that would be three guys around a fire pit at gmail.com. Um, and uh, or you can find us on Facebook. Um, uh, our page. Um, I'm, we're usually pretty good about responding to messages sent to us uh, through the Facebook page. Um, I'm on Twitter at Fire Pit Mystic. Um, you can DM me, or if you you know if you want it to be private or whatever. Um, I'm also a collector of dreams, and I like to interpret those as well. Uh, there's a reason that I uh, that the handle is Fire Pit Mystic. I uh, kind of love all things um, weird and 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 paranormal and things like that. So. Um, and uh, since we've started our podcast, I'm I'm pretty certain that um, people are, um, everybody's got a little weird, yeah. you know, because of the conversation oh, yeah. that I've had. Somebody somebody's listened to our podcast and and they want to come up to me, which that that I don't know if that's been the scariest thing for me is that people from I from my work have been like, hey man, I listen to your podcast, and I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where's this one going? I know well, what my kids about, you know, so like, yeah, so. It's yeah. Usually people people come to me to to kind of um, interpret dreams and and whatever your thoughts on that are fine. Whatever, um, it's it's all good. But if you want to talk about meditation, if you want to talk about any kind of coolness or uh, um, you know any kind of religious stuff or anything that that you want to, um, I will definitely get back with you. And we can, if you have any questions about this stuff, um, yeah, yeah, I'll uh, good. I'll talk with anybody, man. John, Jared, no, I'm good. You guys, you guys try it. You really do. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna let you guys go without saying that you'll at least give it the old college try. I will give it just one more, just one more <laughs> for me, guys. One. You more don't want me. my college try because my college try. Yeah, I just got done. So college, what's that? I'm done. <laughs> my, <laughs> right. I'm college of the Air Force. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I. You know, after hearing this and hearing what you're saying, um, it is something that I would, you know, I've always been interested in, mm -hmm. and um, it is definitely something that I will look into for my own personal uh, mental health, and, and I see where it's something, it could be a good tool, because I do a lot of stuff with mm -hmm. courts as well, and it sounds like a good tool just to kind of reset yourself, focus yourself on where you need to go, and you know, even if you can do it for two minutes a day, uh, that's almost 15 minutes a week. I mean, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, so man. we do appreciate you coming on, Pat. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, uh, three much. guys around a fire pit podcast. See, that's all you got to say tomorrow. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> you listen to my show once or twice, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's all but, cool. uh, No, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, Three Guys Around the Fire Pit podcast. Uh, it's a good show. They talk about a lot of things and absolutely nothing all at once. And uh, I know it's been one of my uh, favorite ones that I've listened to for the last few weeks. And uh, I appreciate, uh, definitely Thanks. appreciate you coming on. You guys, thank you. It's my newest subscription to uh, oh, yeah. on Apple, man. Yep, yeah, get in there. We start with yeah. dreams, so yeah, yep. so there you um, go. 
So now you've doubled your members. So all the ones that Bill and them have, have upset the other three, and, and the other three mom, dad, and one of my sisters. So I guess, yeah, that's cool. So that's hey, guys, that's cool. You're my biggest fan club. We're great. So, I, I definitely appreciate the opportunity, guys. Um, I will. Uh, I have said this to a few people. Um, it is one of my goals to drag the uh, law enforcement and first responders kicking and screaming into the uh, mindfulness uh, fold here. So it's something new. Uh, I will continue. You'll have to. I, mean, I will it, continue to pound the drum. Well, it's so easy to start. It's so easy to try. Just try it. You know. It, and even if it doesn't work for you, guess what? You tried right. something, right? You tried it. It's so, right. You know, you know, and it's they something. always they always try and hit on when we go to trainings <laughs> and whatnot. And uh, it seems like to be the big thing that they're pushing right now is yoga, right? Oh, um, oh I, I don't know. Uh, awful lot of, mm, yeah, well, a, there's, there's, no, there's no type A people yeah. that's going to sit down and, and do yoga, right? Sure. sure. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, they do train you to try and kind of do something similar to this. <laughs> Um, but, but a lot of it does have that ooh, kind of sure, overtone to it. Sure, but here's the thing. Like uh, a type wait, A, you know, they would this just is this down one more time. Like you have. Ooh. But, uh, <laughs> you know, if yeah, you like just a type kinda, A, this is something that a type A can right. do for himself, right? Just like just right. Right, down, exactly. Handle it. Yeah, you yeah. Want, you know, it's, you want to handle it yourself? Fine. Here's a, here's exactly. a, here's a tool, you know? Great. You know, and sometimes you just got to dumb it down. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, if you get you gotta, too weird and and incense and granola about the whole situation, then right. you know, then you're turning so many people off. And I just feel like it's like, dude, it's just breathing, man. It's just breathing and thinking. That's all it is. Right. That's all I want you to do. Well, you've got uh, <laughs> it, one person interested there, Pat. We've got somebody that commented that they want to know if there's one in their area, so we're gonna yep. try to help them find one. Yep. I mean, we'll find it for you. Let us know how it is, and and we'll take your word for it. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, mean, I, I, use, I, I use could the be a whole theater. I'll, I'll go. I'll go try it. You guys I'll, I'll go try it for us. I'll find one around. You should. You guys should go do a yoga class and then do an episode on it. And I will only oh if I can God. wear my yoga if, pants. Well, <laughs> oh, it's yoga class, right? I mean, come on. So, right, you're supposed. But to. I see the the big the big trend now is those those yoga pants with the little uh the little design on them. They they tush oh, your. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. we're trying to, to get people to listen to us not scare them away <laughs> yeah well you know hey, if you can get bill, bill you before the show yeah, yeah that's true if you could get bill and, and um brent there that brad on and you could do them doing a yoga then we'll think about doing an sdc Honestly, yoga they're set up a Google meeting. <laughs> I think we're gonna do a a, a, lot, like a live. I'm gonna get some acupuncture done. Nice. And they're gonna do like like live like hosted or something like that, so like they can hear every last cringe that I have and and like ah and nice. everything. So that's something that we've been talking about. I'm trying to think on, disgr on disgruntled vets. Isn't it Chappie that 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 uh, gets the waxing done on his mustache every year for charity? Like he like he'll have a full on big old bushy mustache. And I, I think it's Chappie, and they wax it and rip it off. Oh God, he doesn't uh, watch I'm movies or TV. Remember well, it's on that? It's, it's, a, it's a page. It's not. Oh, okay. I mean, my man Pat's a disgruntled vet. Okay, he could easily claim into this page. I'll even sponsor him. Okay. There you go. 
<laughs> Bill claims he's doing yoga now. There, unless there's photos, there's no right. evidence. I want photos right yeah. now. Yeah. Right. So, hey, all right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up for tonight. Right. Thank you guys Thanks for again, being Pat here from Omaha. Thank you again, Pat. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Can you get all those steak, um, Thanks. trucks out of our area? <laughs> all the, I, all I, the I Omaha think. steaks. Or yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Have your people get old. Our people. <laughs> Thanks, man. Tell you what, I guess you have a good night. Good. Appreciate it. And uh, tonight, I am taking over the producer's chair since. Uh, yeah, you, you've got you've got to end it, not me. This I'm starting to get yeah. my keyboard. Went yeah, yeah, well, today. yeah. So we'll we'll see how this goes. I, I guess I got to give that puzzled look, like Jared does at the end. Like, is this is this done? I go. Why why isn't it? Is why, this what? I hit I hit end. It's not well, ending. now we know that he could do mindfulness <laughs> meditation before he goes and tries to end the podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll, we'll, we'll try this. All right, Jared, here we go, just for you. Have a good night. There you go. We're ending, nope. boys. Nope. Well, it's alive. So, so this is live on my screen. That, uh, see? We'll see? There should be another there should be another button. You you've got to click like two or three what's buttons. Funny is my uh, video what? is right. Exactly. My video is blocking.